talking college football, y'all. Oh, yeah. Welcome into the fifth weekend of NCAA football. And this is the show where we focus on what's going on in the South this football weekend. I'm John Rawl, and our end of the week edition of the Y'all Show is the Y'all Kickoff Show. And we appreciate you tuning in on great radio stations across Dixie. Or if you're getting us via podcast form, we appreciate it. Our website is y'all.com. And we also welcome you to go to our Facebook page and like us at y'all.com on Facebook. And we're on a couple of streaming apps if you miss a portion of our show or you want to share it with a bunch of your friends. And we highly encourage you to do that. You can go into Apple Podcasts. You can go into iHeartRadio or the TuneIn Radio apps free of charge. Simply hit the like or download option and you'll be right there. Voila. You're set to listen to the Y'all Kickoff Show, or Monday through Thursdays, you get the Y'all Show, a blend of college football, along with all kinds of other good sports information, oh, and news, and and politics, and little barbecue news, and music, and all kinds of other fun stuff about Dixie. All that comes a couple of other days of the week, but right now, it's all college football with your host, John Rawl. Okay, what do we have in store on today's Y'all Kickoff Show? We will look at SEC action in a couple of minutes, actually, as BJ Bennett of SouthernPigskin.com will be dropping by, and man, does he have his stuff together. Yes, over at SouthernPigskin.com, they've been working for more than a decade to provide you great information on the SEC, the ACC. They've got great coverage on the Sunbelt Conference and the Southern Conference, the SOCON, all there at SouthernPigskin.com. And BJ's going to come on and have his SEC glasses on, and we'll get his take on what's going on here this fifth weekend of college football. Later this hour, General Gridiron will be filing his report on the big games of the weekend. We'll have to see what the General has to say about games of of note like Virginia at Notre Dame or Mississippi State at Auburn. All that to come in just a few minutes before we wrap up our first hour. And then when we get to our second hour, the fun begins with the barbecue barrister and the Big 12 barrister. Matt Hermans is going to get hour two going with a look at what's going on in the Big 12 this weekend. I know Texas Tech will be in Norman to take on Oklahoma Sooners and Jalen Hurts. And we'll get his take on that game as well as other fun games like K-State and Oklahoma State and Stillwater all that in our Big 12 filing from Matt Hermans there at the start of the second hour. And then we'll go to the ACC midway through the second hour. Jonathan Leifite will be dropping by with a breakdown of what's going on in the ACC. Not exactly the most thrilling weekend for ACC teams. However, one team has a game that's not a conference game. They could say a lot about college football this year as Virginia goes to South Bend. And they take on the Irish. The Irish coming off that loss to Georgia last week. And if they lose another one, you could kind of kiss their season goodbye, at least from a national championship perspective. But if UVA wins this one, hey, look out. Bronco Mendenhall's who's are going to be a team to be looking out for. Can they knock off Clemson from the ACC throne? We'll find out when we talk to Jonathan in the second hour. And then we'll have our college football lanyap today to wrap up everything. And we'll be looking at the group of five schools. We'll actually hear from one of the head coaches of a group of five school, a school that lost its first regular season game in a couple of years last weekend. Josh Heupel, commanders. He's the commander of the UCF Knights, and he's going to be driving by with his kind of breakdown of what happened last week against Pitt. But what's coming up for the 
nights this weekend as they take on the Connecticut Huskies. That plus a look at the other group of five conferences, the not only the American Conference, but we'll look at CUSA as well as Sunbelt Action. And we'll have a great discussion of SCS. We'll actually go through the FCS rankings of teams from the South and highlight a couple of the contests going on in Division 1AA this weekend. All that on today's Y'all Kickoff Show. That sounds like a good one, doesn't it? All right, here is your breakdown of today's Top 25, this weekend's Top 25 action going on in college football. Here's your breakdown of this football Saturday's action. It, it kind of starts early as they'll be jumping around before 2 o'clock in the afternoon in Madison as the Badgers there of Wisconsin host the Northwestern Wildcats. This is a game televised on ABC that commences at 12 noon, 11 Madison time. Northwestern 1-2 and two, Pat Fitzgerald's program struggling thus far this year and they're big underdogs heading into what Wisconsin for this undefeated Wisconsin team to look mighty darn good dispatching Michigan last weekend. Speaking of those Wolverines, they're ranked number 20 and they've got an early game on this football Saturday. Rutgers rides into the big house for a game on the Big Ten Network and is Coach Harbaugh going to be able to make it through the year? We're already hearing rumors about Urban Meyer riding in to be the night horse, the white horse on the on the uh, uh, savior train for Michigan. But right now Michigan's got to beat the Scarlet Knights. This game again set for high noon Eastern on BTN. Another other early game going on in Norman, Oklahoma. Number six, Oklahoma and Texas Tech have a little date on Fox. And Jalen Hurts looks mighty good. Both of these programs had a week off last week. And, of course, Texas Tech had an injury where their QB will see what happens there with the Red Raiders on this football Saturday. The Iowa Hawkeyes are ranked 14th, and they got the fellows from Murfreesboro riding into town. This game set for a 12 Eastern, 11 Central kick on ESPN2 between Iowa and the Middle Tennessee State Blue Raiders. Another early game here on this football Saturday. The Hogs and Texas A&M will get together at Jerry World at AT&T Stadium in Arlington, Texas. The Ags ranked number 23 in the country and their favorites big time in this game against their old Southwest Conference foe in Arkansas. Arkansas may not win a single conference game this year. They've already dropped the game to Mississippi in week two and now an opportunity to pick up an SEC win, but I just don't see it happening, but maybe y'all do this game again on ESPN between the Aggies and the Razorbacks. CBS's SEC game this week is the number two Alabama Crimson Tide as the Mississippi Sharks swim over to Tuscaloosa for a game there at Bryant-Denny Stadium, Alabama. Big favorites in this one set for a 3.30, 2.30 Tuscaloosa time start on the CBS network. Fox has a mid-afternoon game, and it's going to have be a top 25 matchup from the Pac-12 as the Southern Cal Trojans will be in Seattle to take on the Washington Huskies. This set for 3.30, 2.30 Central Time between SC and UW. Also at that same time slot over on NBC this weekend, the Peacock Network has their favorite college team, the Notre Dame Fighting Irish, hosting the ACC's Virginia 
Virginia Cavaliers. The Who's number 18 in the country. The Irish are number 10 in the country. Notre Dame coming off that tough loss to Georgia last weekend. Virginia is 4-0, looking very good thus far. And this game will be a big, big indicator of just how good perhaps Virginia, not Notre Dame, but just how good Bronco Mendenhall's program is. And if they can get to 5-0 and in a big win in South Bend. This on NBC again at 3.30 Eastern, 2.30 Central. Clemson has what most would say a breather. ABC will televise this 3.30 Eastern, 2.30 kick between the Tigers, ranked number one in the country, and the North Carolina Tar Heels, who started out 2-0 and but have now lost two straight games as Mac Brown's program has lost to both the Wake Forest Demon Dingens in a non-conference game, and then last weekend a tough loss to Appalachian State, a program Coach Brown coached for one year Way back in the 1980s, Clemson and UNC, the mid-afternoon game of the ACC on ABC. The Big Ten Network mid-afternoon game features the number 25 Michigan State Spartans and the Indiana Hoosiers on the Big Ten Network. SEC Network, the afternoon game there for Eastern 3 Central. The Towson Tigers, they have a Flacco at QB there in the Baltimore area. And it's not Tom Flacco. It's actually not, was it Tom or Joe? Joe Flacco was in that area. Now he's in Denver. I guess it's Tom. Tom is the little brother. Tom's Towson Tigers is they're going to be playing the Florida Gators in the swamp. They're big underdogs. But Towson is a very good football program. Don't think that Florida's going to waltz into this one and just take the day off. The Towson Tigers are ranked in the top twenty five of the FCS ranks. And again, they got a Flacco under center and I think they're going to give Florida a little bit of a surprise. Just be just be on the lookout for that. Florida ranked number nine in the land right now. Big 12 game of note going on on the ESPN Plus channel. You may not see it unless you go digital this weekend. But Kansas State ranked number 24 in the country. They're going to be going into Stillwater for a clash against their old Big 8 foe, the Oklahoma State Cowboys. And just at T. Boone Pickens, it's going to commence at 7 Eastern, 6 Stillwater time, and you can go over to Eskimo Joe's after this one wraps there in Stillwater. But hey, Kansas State undefeated three and zero. Oklahoma State losing that tough one last weekend in Austin. That one should be a dandy. The UCF Knights, man, they had a tough one last weekend at Pitt, and they lost their first regular season game in a couple of seasons. This weekend, they're back at home on ESPN2, hosting the Connecticut Huskies. This game set for 7 Eastern, 6 o'clock Central. And speaking of UCF, in Hour 2, in our sports kind of weekend lanyap of games, we're going to focus on the group of five schools, and we'll hear from the head coach of the Knights, Josh Heupel, talking about this matchup this weekend with UConn. On ESPN, on Saturday evening, you've got Auburn and Mississippi State. Auburn at number seven in the country. They're coming off a big win at Kyle Field. And Gus Malzahn's War Eagle Plainsmen are 4-0. Mississippi State's coming off a big win last weekend against the Wildcats of Kentucky. And it should be a great matchup of freshman quarterbacks from Jordan-Hare Stadium. Ohio State's ranked number five in the country, and they pack up their bags and go to Lincoln for a game against the Nebraska Cornhuskers. This is a game on ABC set for 7.30, 6.30 Lincoln time between OSU, let me correct that, the OSU and Nebraska. Again, this is a Saturday night contest 
on ABC. And then the late game on Fox Sports 1 features the top 25 Utah Utes, ranked number 19. And they've got Washington State, which is coming off a tough loss this past weekend at home to UCLA. And the Utes and Wazoo get together on Fox Sports 1 beginning at 10 Eastern, 9 p.m. Central. And that is a full day of football for y'all to enjoy here in week five of the college football season. That's your top 25 matchups. Now, the rest of the show, we're going to kind of focus in on the conference action of the teams that aren't ranked in the top 25, but some of them are ranked, and we'll kind of break it down. In the next segment, we're going to have the focus on the Blue and Gold Conference. That's the SEC, and we'll have B.J. Bennett of SouthernPigskin.com help us break down this week five action of SEC action, and then later this hour, General Gridiron will be on with his incredible prediction of the weekend's games. All that here in the first hour of the Y'all Kickoff Show. Don't you go anywhere. Asthma symptoms can attack anywhere, like on a city street. <coughs> now you can get fast relief anywhere with new improved Primatine Mist, the only FDA-approved asthma inhaler available over the counter. So whether you need relief of symptoms at the park or at your kitchen table, Primatine Mist starts working quickly, opening up your airways to restore free breathing. <sighs> For temporary relief of mild symptoms of intermittent asthma, use Primatine Mist and breathe easy again. Available at CBS, Rite Aid, and Walgreens. Use as directed. Credit products are issued by WebBank. Member FDIC rates and terms vary based on credit history. Amazon is not a sponsor of this promotion. Offer valid for loan products 90 days after today. Other restrictions apply. See website for details. How do I feel? Awesome. Like a huge weight has been lifted off my shoulders. Hundreds of thousands of people are discovering the relief of a fixed-rate debt consolidation loan through Avant. I paid off all my credit cards, and now I just have one easy monthly payment with Avant. And I don't have to worry about the rates going up. Avant offers you access to unsecured debt consolidation loans from $2,000 to $35,000. When I saw Avant was accredited by the Better Business Bureau, I knew that was the company for me. Do you know how good it feels to only worry about one monthly payment? Experience the relief of a debt consolidation loan through Avant. Plus, get a free $50 Amazon gift card after your first payment is made on time. To check your loan options and get this free offer, go to Avant.com and enter code 5252 when applying. Avant.com code 5252. That's Avant.com code 5252. This is a cow. A cow whose milk became everyone's favorite cheese at the craft fair. But cheese only lasts so long. The impression a small business makes needs to last much longer. And now Vistaprint is introducing free shipping on all business cards in any quantity. Choose from hundreds of fresh designs tailored to your type of company. Or upload your own. The choice is yours. The time is now. For limited time only, get free shipping on all business cards in any quantity with promo code 3131. That's promo code 3131 at Vistaprint.com. Own the now. Hey, y'all, Jeff Foxworthy here. Now, if you've ever found yourself repeating the same thing over and over for 75 years, you might be Smokey Bear. Only you can prevent wildfires. That's why I'm filling in for Smokey to switch things up, because there's a lot more to say. And I should know, because my grandfather was a firefighter, and one of the things he taught me is that the people that love the outdoors the most are often the ones accidentally starting wildfires. Which means always BYOB. <laughs> no, bring your own bucket to the campfire. And be extra careful with things like burning yard trimmings. Don't just walk away, or chances are you might be 
starting a wildfire. So for the love of the outdoors, go to SmokeyBear.com to learn more about wildfire prevention. Brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service, your state forester, and the Ad Council. One of the great songs from the Redcoat Band from the University of Georgia. And we play that because how about them dogs? A huge win last weekend against Notre Dame. And the reward for Georgia, they get the weekend off. They've got a matchup against Tennessee next weekend. But dog fans, you can just sit back in the Lazy Boy here on this football Saturday and catch up with all the action. This is our SEC report here on the Y'all Kickoff Show where we kind of look further into the matchups in the southeastern conference and we're going to welcome in from southernpigskin.com he's also a radio host in the brunswick savannah and hilton head area along the georgia south Carolina coast the website espn coastal we've got bj bennett of southernpigskin.com and espn coastal appearing with us now to help break down the sec action and georgia fans might want to look over across that savannah river this weekend because at williams Bryce Stadium, the University of South Carolina has the University of Kentucky coming in for a little football game. Kentucky losing at Starkville last weekend, and the Gamecocks are one and three. And if they don't win this game here this weekend, they will have lost to Kentucky six straight years. And this is not basketball we're talking about, BJ. We're talking about football. No, you're right, and and I know Kentucky's had some some you know very good teams in that stretch, but they've also had some teams that you know quite frankly have not been as talented as South Carolina. But yeah, you know I I think we all knew um, entering the year with South Carolina that this schedule was going to be really rough. I mean, you looked at the top dogs in college football: Georgia, Alabama, uh, of course Clemson at the end of the year, and you went it, it it's going to take something special for a victory there, and then you factor in you know the rest of the SEC, you factor in. And Appalachian State, uh, obviously opening up with with North Carolina, and schedules are 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 half the battle in college football. You know, sometimes I've, I talk with uh, Jim Johnson, who, who who's on our show and writes on Southern Pigskin as well, about kind of the the way we think in college football, where for the longest time we just ranked in files teams by record so it's like rank all the 12 and 0 teams and all the 11 and 1 teams and all the 10 and 2 teams and that same premise applies the further down you go um, I think South Carolina if they were to let's say finish the year at at 6 and 6 or even 5 and 7 with that resume that would be a maybe an 8 and 4 team with another with another schedule so I think that's something you have to take into account when you evaluate uh programs when you evaluate head coaches obviously you lose a record-setting quarterback uh, like like Jake Bentley and that's doubly tough to overcome I mean I don't know how many programs in the country regardless of their schedule could lose a multi-year starter a guy who at least was kind of on par to reach that 10,000 yard passing milestone in the SEC could just lose a guy of that caliber who's so instrumental to the success of their football team and just keep on uh, as is. I know, you know, 
Polinski's played, uh, Joyner, to carry on Joyner's played as well. I know Coach Muschamp's trying to figure out the best way to uh, keep his offense efficient and productive. But I think with South Carolina right now, you gotta you gotta just keep on getting after it. And and I thought the Gamecocks at the end of that Alabama game showed fight. Uh, I thought that was a good sign that in a game where you're losing and you're down by multiple scores, you're still out there getting after it. You're still passionate. You're still trying to get in the end zone, which they did. So look, it is not an easy finish uh, for the Gamecocks. That goes without saying, especially with the injuries um, that, that they've gone through. But, I, but I, I think if you're South Carolina, you go out, you play football. You know, We can look at the schedule and say they're going to lose here, they're going to lose here, they're going to lose here. But if anything, I think this season, top to bottom, whether you're talking about in the SEC with some of the wild and unpredictable results we've had, or just around the country seemingly every Saturday you see outcomes where you kind of have to look twice and go wait a minute what just happened so South Carolina's got a lot of young talent a lot of young talent at the quarterback position I think if you're coach Muschamp you just trust your guys and you go out there and you you know hear coaches say keep chopping wood keep getting after it embrace the day I think all those cliches and at the end of the day you look around and you see where you are but yeah you need to get these wins a six consecutive loss to Kentucky would be pretty tough and if you're talking about trying to get bowl eligible at least looking at it as we do where we kind of um you know slot in our mind what's going to be a win what's going to be a loss um you would like to get this win over kentucky if you're going to get bowl eligible it's the cats and the cox this is set for a 7 30 eastern 6 30 kick from the corner of george rogers boulevard and bluff road williams bryce stadium we're talking with bj bennett of southernpigskin.com and this has been a website that's been going on nearly 20 20 years, I think, BJ. If you don't mind, let's take a little time out from SEC Talk to brag. Hey, talk amongst yourselves, if you will. Tell us what's on Southern Pigskin right now and why people need to go there and subscribe or whatever else the options they have there. Well, I appreciate it. No, it's just a website for everybody to read. We, uh, we, we cover the SEC, the ACC, also the, the Sun Belt, um, and the Southern Conference and, uh, take a lot of pride in, in covering all those teams and, you know, try to cover college football and, uh, the great players that we have, the great coaches that we have, the storylines through, through sort of a unique lens. Um, we are very, very data based. I think there are so many fascinating, um, kind of new phenomenons when it comes to interpreting information that we try to incorporate uh, into our coverage on Southern Pigskin. I mentioned Jim Johnson. Uh, he is, you know, I, I struggle with basic math, so I very much do, you know, defer to him on this, but he's created his own um, both analytical and predictive formula called OAYP that I would encourage people to check out where he plugs data in from all these results and has a formula that has been pretty spot on in suggesting uh, margin of victories for games that are upcoming on the schedule. That's been a big uh, facet of what we do. Um, of course, the storylines change week to week, and we try to, you know, keep a, you know, keep up with those in a way that is both appreciative of everything that's happening, but not kind of overreacting to um, one week's results. And as I mentioned, the Sun Belt, of course, you have more of a geographical footprint now in the Deep South with the Sun Belt and the two division format, and uh, you know, programs like. Appalachia State and Georgia Southern and Coastal Carolina and Georgia State have come in and made it a more regionalized uh, conference, if you will. And uh, we're very excited about the direction of that league with a second conference championship game uh, coming up this fall. And I think a growing uh, national profile with some of the performances uh, performances you've seen from some of the Sunbelt schools and then the Southern Conference. You know, the Southern Conference is uh, such a storied part 
of college football history when you talk about the programs that are in the league now, yes, but also the fact that many of today's powers at one point, even if it was a couple of generations ago, at one point were in the Southern Conference, kind of helped further their brand identity uh, in the Southern Conference. So proud proud to be able to cover college football. It's a lot of fun. Um, we're appreciative of the, of, of, of the work we get to do. And, uh, boy, there are some great teams in our coverage area right now. Yes, there are. And, again, southernpigskin.com is the website. Yes, you have great coverage of the powers, the SEC and the ACC. But as BJ was just saying, a lot of good stories and really unique stories about Sunbelt teams and SOCON teams, of which you wrote a great article here recently that I had to single you out and say, hey, great job. So we appreciate you giving the SOCON a little love there at southernpigskin.com. Well, we got to keep giving the SEC a little bit of a attention here. And I'll tell you, one program need, that needs all the attention they can get is the Arkansas Razorbacks. They travel to Jerry World for a game here on this football Saturday. It's the early game on ESPN and the Hogs and the number 20, 23 Texas A&M Aggies get together for the Southwest Classic. Thoughts on this, BJ? That's right. Kind of an, kind of an old school matchup. And, and I understand, you know, people around Ar- Arkansas are, are disappointed. And I, look, that, that loss to San Jose State. Um, I, I think we all enter every college football weekend kind of looking over our shoulder going, all right, this could be one to keep an eye on. I, this really didn't register on my radar. I really thought Arkansas was going to be uh, a comfortable winner here. Now, I will say this. When you turn the ball over uh, the way that Arkansas did, that, that kind of opens the door up for anything to happen. And I'm a, I'm a big Nick Starkle fan. Uh, I am. I, I think what he did at, at, at Texas A&M, you go back to his performance in the Belk Bowl uh, against Wake Forest where he threw for like 500 yards. I mean, this is a guy that, that can – throw it all over the field and to see him throw five interceptions is is really kind of startling. I mean, I know he did when you look at the full statistical line, he threw for over 350 yards. He got him in the end zone a couple of times, but you know, five interceptions, you don't you don't see that a ton. Um that's that's surprising. I again, I I think Nick Starkle has a lot of talent. Um but when you do that, you got to go back to the drawing board. Something's something's not working, and and I don't know if that was just you know Nick kind of lost his confidence or you know his 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 rhythm kind of unraveled on him. But that's a tough loss for Arkansas, and I know they've dropped a couple now to G five schools uh, under Chad Morris, and that's 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 not going to make people happy. And you look at the rest of their schedule; uh, it speaks for itself. You're in the SEC West; that is no joke. Every week's a battle, and look, Texas A and M is going to be frustrated. I I have, I have no doubt that Arkansas is going to get a a fiery Texas A&M team. Now, this matchup between Texas A&M and Arkansas has been, been pretty fun over the last couple of years. You've had some high scoring games, some uh, you know games with big plays. But after Texas A&M, you do have Kentucky, you have Auburn, you have Alabama, you have LSU at the end of the year. So the games where you feel like you at least have a chance to match up, you got to maximize uh, those opportunities. But A&M, I know some fans are disappointed with Jimbo Fisher, relatively speaking, I guess I should say. You know, I was at the uh, Gator Bowl last year where Texas A&M really put it on NC State, and you saw the explosiveness of Kellen Mond. You saw, you know, those young wide receivers out there making plays. Texas A&M's defense was all over the field. And you look at Texas A&M and you just see the athleticism. Obviously, they're recruiting very well. But I, I – I think we should relax a little bit with Texas A&M with with some of the, you know, 
angst and, and, and concern. I understand A&M wanted to win Saturday, and when you get down early and your offense is struggling through the first couple of quarters, surely that magnifies the negative sentiments. But you lost to Clemson on the road. I mean, I don't know how many teams are beating Clemson. And, and you lost to a red-hot Auburn team that's kind of found a way to play some of the best football in the country right now. So still a lot of football left to be played for Texas A&M. Um, the offensive playmakers are there. Losing Sean Corbin to injury was a really tough blow. I mean, that's a, that's a dynamic playmaker who's done it on offense, who's done it on special teams. Uh, I still think Justin Matabuike is one of the you know better defensive linemen in all of college football. And, and I think Texas A&M will get right. Now, I don't know does that mean they're going to win 10 games? Maybe not, but it's kind of like South Carolina. You looked at that schedule at the beginning of the year, even as talented as the Aggies are, and you had to realize there were going to be some bumps in the road because Jimbo's still building a power at Texas A&M. I don't think there's any doubt that he'll elevate Texas A&M into that national upper crust at some point in the near future, but that schedule this year, just really rough. Still a young football team, but uh, certainly coming off that loss, I'm sure the Aggies are disappointed, and uh, they'll probably get right against Arkansas this weekend. All right, we're wrapping up with B.J. Bennett of SouthernPigskin.com. Other SEC contests on this football weekend include Vanderbilt trying to get their first win of the year. Northern Illinois rides into Vanderbilt Stadium for a 12 Eastern 11 Central kick on the SEC network the Towson Tigers come down to the swamp Florida host Joe Flacco's little brother Tom and the Tigers of the FCS's at CAA conference looking for the win and an upset on the SEC network that's set for a four eastern three central kick from Ben Hill Griffin Stadium and your other game it's the CBS special as it's a 3:30 Tuscaloosa time kick on CBS between the Mississippi Land Sharks and the Alabama Crimson Tide how how easy will it be for Alabama to get this SEC West win here this weekend BJ I mean, I I think it'll be just kind of ho hum. Uh, another thirty five point Alabama victory, thirty five plus point you know Alabama victory. And I don't mean that with any disrespect to Ole Miss, but look, Alabama's especially their offense, the level the Crimson Tide have gotten to is 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 almost silly. I mean, you look at these wide receivers; they're all NFL guys. Tua fresh off. Uh, statistically, by one measure at least, uh, quarterback rating the best season college football has ever seen is in some ways better than he was a year ago, which is scary to think about. Uh, maybe Alabama runs the ball a little more this weekend. I know some people want to see the Tide get back to more of that physical uh, style where they feature feature the running game a little more, but man, Tua throwing downfield to Jerry Judy and Henry Ruggs and Jalen Waddell and, and Devontae Smith. I mean, it's, it, it's almost unfair and you just don't think Ole Miss at this point uh, has the personnel to match with Alabama, especially in Tuscaloosa. And We saw what happened last year in that game. Uh, um, I think for Alabama, their more pertinent contests will come later in the season, and that's that's no breaking news. And then with Vanderbilt, you know, rooting for Vanderbilt to get a win. I, I like some of the skill position guys they have. Uh, Kashawn Vaughn, spectacular talent. What he did last year was – pretty rare, uh, even on a national scale in terms of the yards per carry, the touchdowns. I know they're still working on developing the quarterback spot, the passing game a little bit, but Kalijah Lipscomb is very accomplished. Jared Pinckney as an NFL player at tight end. So Vanderbilt has had a very tough uh, start to the season schedule-wise, and I think they're a little better than you initially might think just looking and seeing 0-3. And then Boy, you have to give Dan Mullen um, some credit for what he continues to do with Florida. Felipe Franks, terrible injury. You hate it for him. Kyle Trask comes in. and I know, I, A couple of late picks uh, against Tennessee, but Kyle Trask has done a nice job. Florida defensively is stacked. 
Um, the guys they have along the front seven, the pass rushers in the secondary, uh, about as good as you will find in all of college football. So I think for Florida as well, they're going to get into a much tougher stretch of their schedule, a defining stretch of their schedule soon. But every weekend in the SEC is fun, and uh, sometimes there are surprises. So we'll see what's in store for Saturday. Woo, man, that was some good information, BJ. We appreciate it here on the Y'all Kickoff Show. Well, we've got great information coming up in the next segment. Our friend General Gridiron, Phil Marshall of Football Foretelling, is dropping by with his Week 5 predictions. Can't wait to hear what he's got to say, and he's going to say it after this break. Credit products are issued by WebBank. Member FDIC rates and terms vary based on credit history. Amazon is not a sponsor of this promotion. Offer valid for loan products 90 days after today. Other restrictions apply. See website for details. How do I feel? Awesome. Like a huge weight has been lifted off my shoulders. Hundreds of thousands of people are discovering the relief of a fixed-rate debt consolidation loan through Avant. I paid off all my credit cards, and now I just have one easy monthly payment with Avant. And I don't have to worry about the rates going up. Avant offers you access to unsecured debt consolidation loans from $2,000 to $35,000. When I saw Avant was accredited by the Better Business Bureau, I knew that was the company for me. Do you know how good it feels to only worry about one monthly payment? Experience the relief of a debt consolidation loan through Avant. Plus, get a free $50 Amazon gift card after your first payment is made on time. To check your loan options and get this free offer, go to Avant.com and enter code 5252 when applying. Avant.com code 5252. That's Avant.com code 5252. Welcome, everybody, and thanks for tuning in. I'm your host, Smokey Cole Bear, filling in for Smokey on his birthday. Because after 75 years of... Only you can prevent wildfires. Turns out there's much more to say. Just look at the news. Nearly 90% of wildfires are caused by us humans being careless. And I'm not just talking about obvious things like campfires or letting your totally sweet nephew, Francis, play with matches. I'm talking about dumping your used barbecue coals willy-nilly or parking your car on tall, dry grass. That can lead to poof. Guess the song was wrong. We did start the fire. But listen, being a South Carolinian, I respect Mother Nature and her trees, whether coniferous, deciduous, or new car scented. So if you love the outdoors like me, Go to SmokeyBear.com to learn more about wildfire prevention, because fire safety is always in season. Brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service, your state forester, and the Ad Council. We first opened about 10 years ago. We were, we were small, just a few of us, but it was exciting. I always dreamt of having my own business. It was kind of slow at first, but things started picking up. We had big plans. But in our wildest dreams, we never, never thought we'd have this much work. Yeah, with so many businesses caught off guard by the storm, Reed Waste Management has never been busier. What will become of your business after a disaster? Nearly two-thirds of businesses aren't prepared for an emergency, and 40% of businesses that experience a disaster never recover. Make an emergency plan now, before it's too late. For a free online tool that helps you develop an emergency plan to keep your business up and running should disaster strike, visit ready.gov forward slash business. Brought to you by the Federal Emergency Management Agency, the American Red Cross, and the Ad Council.
Welcome into the bunker of General Gridiron, Phil Marshall of Football Forecasting. We're about to map out the way this college football weekend is going to go. Will your favorite team be marching to victory, or will the enemy be taking your battle flag? On this football Saturday, University of Arkansas alum Jared Jones welcomes his alma mater to his Arlington, Texas monstrosity for an SEC West clash with the Aggies. Also, unbeaten UVA plays ACC almost member Notre Dame. So grab your helmet and man those battle stations. We're ready for another round of General Gridiron's football foretelling for Week 5. Texas Tech at Oklahoma. Both of these scrappy Big 12 squads enjoyed a breather last Saturday. This weekend, they match Wits and Norman with the biggest question, how well will the West Texans do with QB Allen Bowman watching on the sideline with a bum shoulder? Raider Red might ride to Norman looking for the latest land grab, but Allen Bowman or not, Double T will promptly be caught trespassing and sent south of the Red River with their tail tucked between their spurs. Jalen will be putting the hurts here all game long. The Generals' victor, Oklahoma. Wake Forest at Boston College. Just off the radar this early part of the 2019 season, the Angry Preachers from Tobacco Road. At 4-0, yes, 4-0, Dave Clawson and Wake Forest have stealthfully done all they can do to prep for the Big Tent revival at the end of the season. Old Demon Deacon now revs that motor scooter thingy up with a tank of gas for this bon voyage to Beantown. Catholics versus Baptist should be a doozy. Wake Scotty Washington and Sage Surratt continue to impress, and that should do the trick in this mid-afternoon ACC Atlantic Sermon. The General's victor, Wake Forest. Northwestern at Wisconsin. The Chicago Suburban Nerds played for a Big Ten title back in December. This year, the purple feline seemed to be stuck in the lackadaisical litter box. In his 14 years at the helm in Evanston, Pat Fitzgerald has rarely had his teams on the losing side of the slate four games into the season. The chance of winning won't be great with a weekend bivouac at Camp Randall. The Weasley Weasels whack Michigan last Saturday, and that W vaulted Bucky to the number eight spot in this week's AP poll. A top 10 ranking. Jump around in the stands. They're undefeated. It ain't 10 degrees in Madison yet. (laughs) Hey, the general ain't killing the buzz here, man. The general's victor on Wisconsin. Texas A&M versus Arkansas. This year's Southwest Classic at Jerry World seems a bit of a mismatch. Perhaps the most exciting thing about this week was the announcement of a few Razorback gritters of yore into the Southwest Conference Hall of Fame. Congrats to John Barnhill, Bruce James, John Richardson, and Glenn Rose. Now back to this week's game. Aggie-turned-hog signal caller Nick Starkle already fired Justin Bieber after the debacle following last week's setback to San Jose State. Seems Nick's been donning a Beeb shirt pregame. <laughs> he better have a whole lot more body armor on when he's facing his old teammates. The Ags want a big win, and to teach Benedict Arnold Starkle a little lesson in leaving. The Generals' victor, Texas A&M. Clemson at North Carolina. How quickly the tide can turn in college football. Now, this is no reference to that team in Tuscaloosa. A few weeks back, Mac Brown's light blue legion was 2-0 with upset wins over South Carolina and Miami. Now, back-to-back heartbreaking setbacks to in-state foes Wake Forest and Appalachian State is fostering a little buyer's remorse along Franklin Street. The Cal College from South strolls into Keenan Stadium with all the mojo. UNC is an average football team. 
CU in the Valley, an incredible football team. In this one, Trevor and Travis will have a really fun time. The Generals' victor, number one Clemson. Still to come on the Generals' college football forecast, freshman quarterbacks have a kind of getting-to-know-you SEC West experience at Jordan-Hare Stadium. And Bronco Mendenhall's Virginia Cavaliers mosey up to South Bend for a top-20 throwdown with Notre Dame. Are the Who's going to win? To find out, don't go anywhere. General Gridiron will be right back with the answer. Asthma symptoms can attack anywhere, like on a city street. Now you can get fast relief anywhere with new improved Primatine Mist, the only FDA-approved asthma inhaler available over the counter. So whether you need relief of symptoms at the park or at your kitchen table, Primatine Mist starts working quickly, opening up your airways to restore free breathing. For temporary relief of mild symptoms of intermittent asthma, use Primatine Mist and breathe easy again. Available at CVS, Rite Aid, and Walgreens. Use as directed. Credit products are issued by WebBank. Member FDIC rates and terms vary based on credit history. Amazon is not a sponsor of this promotion. Offer valid for loan products 90 days after today. Other restrictions apply. See website for details. How do I feel? Awesome. Like a huge weight has been lifted off my shoulders. Hundreds of thousands of people are discovering the relief of a fixed-rate debt consolidation loan through Avant. I paid off all my credit cards, and now I just have one easy monthly payment with Avant. And I don't have to worry about the rates going up. Avant offers you access to unsecured debt consolidation loans from $2,000 to $35,000. When I saw Avant was accredited by the Better Business Bureau, I knew that was the company for me. Do you know how good it feels to only worry about one monthly payment? Experience the relief of a debt consolidation loan through Avant. Plus, get a free $50 Amazon gift card after your first payment is made on time. To check your loan options and get this free offer, go to Avant.com and enter code 5252 when applying. Avant.com code 5252. That's Avant.com code 5252. Hello, soldiers. This is General Gridiron back with you. Each week, this fabulous football forecast is heard on some of the finest radio stations all over the land. In Sherall, South Carolina, on WCRE FM 93.9 and 1420, My FM 93.9, Chesterfield County's radio station. And everything Lawrence County, WDRO FM 101.3 and Monticello, Mississippi. We appreciate all of our radio affiliates. Now, let's get back into the football fight. Southern Cal at Washington. Travelers strapped down with saddlebags as the Angeleans make the long journey north to tussle with the dogs. Clay Helton won't be riding the top old traveler for this voyage. The saddle's just too dang hot. Sure, the men of Troy are 3-1 and one and got a nice win over the Utes with a third-string QB last Saturday. But the last road trip wasn't kind to SC, and the Seattle Canines ain't about to roll out the cardinal and gold carpet for the visitors. UW don't like this bunch of so-called sophisticated Cali boys, and Harry the Huskies are ready to pounce. The Generals' victor, Washington. Mississippi State at Auburn. Bo knows, Nick's that is, what a win at home against an SEC West foe can do to propel the Plainsmen and their mission to dethrone that other state school in the heart of Dixie. 
After last Saturday's thumping of Kentuck, some of y'all are ready to ship a Heisman to Stark Vegas for Garrett Schrader to parade around. He passed for 180 yards and ran for 125. This Jordan-Hare meetup pits the Bullies freshman QB from Charlotte against the Tigers' fantastic frosh signal caller from Pinson Valley. Methinks Bo is better this day. The Generals' victor, Auburn. Kansas State at Oklahoma State. Kind of like Wake Forest, without much fanfare, the K-State Wildcats have crept into the room and nobody really knows it. New head coach Chris Kleiman has the Kansans ranked at 24 this week, and they pulled off a nice win at the SEC's Cowbell Palace in Week 2. These old Big 8 foes two-step into Boone Pickens Stadium, rest in peace, for a Saturday evening feud that's arguably the best contest in the Big 12 this weekend. Mr. Mullet, good golly what a mullet, he better crop his program back to at least a blocked-in back style in preparation for K-State, or they'll end up with a purple scalp when the night is done. The Generals' victor, Oklahoma State. Iowa State at Baylor. The Ames weather pattern spins south with a big question about the backfield. Kanade Nwangu is questionable, but Johnny Lang is ready to F4 the Bears from the RB position. The Big 12 opener for both squads provides a chance for somebody to slip out of the heart of Texas with a little more chutzpah and no conference setback in their social media profile. Matt Rule is at the keyboard and ready to swipe right on a big home victory at McLean Stadium. The Generals' victor... The Baylor line. Virginia at Notre Dame. Poor little Irish. Them dogs knocked them over the noggin with their own shillelagh. A respectable loss between the hedges last Saturday, but a loss all the same. The best Irish medicine is a return to TD Jesus' shadow and a chance to knock off an undefeated number 18 who's horde. The Golden Domers know with another loss, they can kick their CFP hopes to the curb. This one will be one definitely worth watching. Broncos Virginians will have the moxie and might to pull it off against number 10 ND, and they will, but just barely. The Generals victor, Virginia. We've already looked at the weekend's monster matchups, but hang on to your helmet. There's more of the show coming up. We'll be back in a jiffy to wrap up this week's General Gridiron with our rapid fire picks. This is a cow, a cow whose milk became everyone's favorite cheese at the craft fair. But cheese only lasts so long. The impression a small business makes needs to last much longer. And now Vistaprint is introducing free shipping on all business cards in any quantity. Choose from hundreds of fresh designs tailored to your type of company or upload your own. The choice is yours. The time is now. For a limited time only, get free shipping on all business cards in any quantity with promo code 3131. That's promo code 3131 at Vistaprint.com. Own the now. This is General Gridiron back with you. We've already maneuvered through this week five lineup of frontline college football showdowns. Now, it's time to fix bayonets and storm the field with our rapid-fire football forecast. NC State devours Florida State. Iowa tops Middle Tennessee. Alabama hooks the Mississippi Landsharks. Appalachian State sneaks by Coastal Carolina. Michigan State best Indiana. Kentucky makes it six in a row against South Carolina. Florida chomps on Towson. Yale in a close one versus Cornell. 
UAB sets Western Kentucky on fire. UCF rebounds against UConn. Ohio State obliterates Nebraska. Hawaii KOs Nevada. Washington State comes back to life at Utah. Vanderbilt finally wins against Northern Illinois. Kennesaw State wins the Atlanta Northern Suburbs battle versus the Reinhardt Eagles. TCU is too much for Kansas. Georgia Tech surprisingly stings Temple. Sam Houston State claws Magnese State. Purdue boils Minnesota. And Cincinnati counterpunches Marshall. Well, troops, you can now put your swords back in their scabbards. We're all out of picks on this week's edition of General Gridiron. We'll be back again next week. Same General Gridiron time, same General Gridiron station. So don't forget to tune us in on the radio, Facebook, YouTube TV, or download the Y'all Show free on iTunes podcast. And don't forget to tell your friends all about the show. Just search for General Gridiron. This is John Rawl, the General of Gridiron Glory, thanking you for letting me be a part of your weekend celebration. General Gridiron is a production of Y'all. For more, log on to y'all.com, the ultimate guide to the South. That'll be all, y'all. Well, thank you, Herr General. Well, that was General Gridiron, and I'm going to keep score, and I encourage y'all to keep score of how General Gridiron does this week five of college football. He's usually pretty dang good at his prediction, and we'll find out how well he does this weekend. Well, this is the Y'all Kickoff Show, and we're glad General Gridiron could be a part of the excitement of this fifth weekend of college football and the Y'all Kickoff Show. After the break, stick around. We've got a whole nother hour of the YKS headed your way, and we'll start it off with a little Big 12 spotlight. Our barbecue and Big 12 barrister, Matt Hermans will get the fun going. There's some good matchups going on in Big 12 football this weekend. For example, you got the Oklahoma State Cowboys hosting the Kansas State Wildcats. And you got in Norman the Oklahoma Sooners and Texas Tech. Oh, you even have Iowa State going to Waco to take on the Baylor Bears this weekend. And Matt's going to weigh it all up for us and tell us what the result is. All that is coming up at the start of the second hour. Plus, we'll have our ACC spotlight. Jonathan Leifite of CBS Sports Digital will be dropping by with a report on all things ACC. And then as the second hour concludes, we'll have our college football lanyard. We'll hear from the head coach of the UCF Knights, Josh Heupel, as his team rebounds from a tough loss at Pitt last weekend. We'll walk through the G5 matchups this weekend, and we'll give the FCS guys a little love we'll walk through the top 25 of fcs and show you some of the good games going on in one double a football this football saturday all to come in the second hour of this the y'all kickoff show we'll be right back to have you back as we start another hour of the y'all kickoff show getting you ready for this football saturday's action here in this hour we'll talk in just a second about the big 12 games going on and in just a few minutes we'll switch over to the atlantic coast conference where jonathan lifite of cbs sports digital and the 24 7 sports network will share his expert opinion on all things acc 
And as the hour concludes and the show concludes today, we'll have our college football lanyard, a look at the group of five schools and FCS action. And included in that, you'll get to hear a little bit from Josh Heupel, head coach of the UCF Knights. All that in our second hour of y'all. And if you want to connect to us, our number is 803-816-1170. Our website is yall.com, y'all.com, and you'll be able to go access this show in its entirety if you go to y'all.com as well as all the other great content that we put up there on the ultimate guide to the south y'all.com well we start this hour looking at all things big 12 and we welcome in our big 12 barrister but we also have him do a little double duty in his job and he has to be our barbecue barrister well this is a weekend let's just be honest if you look at the whole lineup of college football games There aren't exactly A-plus games going on. There's not the ultimate rivalry games. There's not the, oh my gosh, I'm going to watch every second of this game and then rewind it after it concludes and watch it again. I don't see any games on the schedule this weekend that are like that. This may be the worst weekend in college football from an enthusiasm standpoint. So with that in mind, if the barbecue barrister wants a hall pass this weekend, or should we call it a y'all pass, and not exactly break his neck barbecuing out in the backyard, then this might be the weekend we're going to let him slide. So with that in mind, we thought a great place that's available for just about everybody in Dixie is Cracker Barrel. Now, we don't own Cracker Barrel. Cracker Barrel does not own the Y'all Kickoff Show. We just happen to be admirers of this Tennessee-based company. And with Cracker Barrel in mind, they're a good place to go anytime. But on football road trips where you're making that drive from one end of your conference to the other, for example – Chances are you're going to see a lot of Cracker Barrels and a lot of Waffle Houses and Huddle Houses along the way. But we'll kind of give Cracker Barrel just a little bit more love because they have a great blend of breakfast items as well as lunch and supper options, too. And they have great tea, and you you know the drill. It's a, it's a good place, okay? So with that in mind, I just had to talk to the barrister about Cracker Barrel and get his take on this, again, Tennessee-based company. Been around now for 50 years. In fact, y'all.com has a great article up right now about Cracker Barrel's their 50th birthday if it's going on right now. So with that in mind, I want to talk to the barrister for just a moment about his take on Cracker Barrel. And it's a good option when you make these road trips on football weekends. And then we'll get him to switch over to talk about Big 12. So here is that barrister report. This is going to seem weird because uh, I am a, you know, I'm a pork centric barbecue crazy man. We, we talk about this all the time. But I like their grilled, they have a grilled chicken that they put on salad uh, and that they, they serve by itself. It has good marinade and it, it's got grill marks on it. I think they must have a real grill back there to crack a barrel. Uh-huh. I've never looked at it. But I'm a big fan of their grilled chicken. That's really weird because I'm not a, really not a chicken guy. I'm not a bird, I'm not a bird guy. But uh, <laughs> I've always been a fan of their their uh, their grilled chicken there. At, uh, and of course, I like the rolls. I like the cornbread. I mean, this is I don't even need to bring this up. I don't think you get a Cracker Barrel. That's uh, you know you're gonna have good rolls, you can have cornbread, and things like that. But uh, I do like their chicken. You know, it's grilled. It counts as something, right? Well, they got something called the Country Boy Breakfast that is a good option, also there. And one time, oh, yeah. one time you were on here with me, and we started talking about country ham. And I was trying to think of a place that would have good country ham. Cracker Barrel. And and Cracker Barrel Mm -hmm. was where I ended up going. 
you know, I didn't have the barrister kind of pictured as a chicken salad type guy at Cracker Barrel, but I digress. Like I may have told y'all before, they don't have barbecue anymore at Cracker Barrel for some crazy reason. I don't know why they took it off the menu. This is the Y'all Kickoff Show. We're going to segue now from food to Big 12 talk with our barrister now of Big 12 football. And Matt Hermans. we're getting ready for this week five of college football. And let's kind of break down the action of the conference this weekend. The first game on this football Saturday, the Texas Tech Red Raiders will be heading to Norman as they've got the Oklahoma Sooners ranked number six awaiting. This is a battle again between the Raiders who have, I think, enjoyed a week off last week in preparation for this game. I think Oklahoma also was off last week too. Is that right? That's right. That's right. So, uh, uh, Oklahoma will certainly be nice and rested. Texas Tech actually suffering a, an injury quarterback to Alan Bowman, the starter last year who, uh, didn't finish the season due to a collapsed lung. He's already already hurt uh, for a large portion of the season uh, season this year as well. So uh, Texas Tech will be uh, coming off a bad loss at Arizona to Kevin Sumlin's Wildcats, and they will be going into a very strong uh, – they're going into Norman to play a really strong Oklahoma team, a very healthy Oklahoma team without their starting quarterback. Uh, this is a, a 26 point spread already for Oklahoma, <laughs> and I think uh, I think uh, I think that's probably pretty accurate. Uh, Texas Tech, I'm unable to muster a whole lot of offense against a very uh, subpar defense in Arizona, even with the starting quarterback. Uh, now they'll have uh, a quarterback that's a transfer from Rice, uh, Jackson Tyner, going to be starting in place of Alan Bowman. Uh, don't look for a whole lot of offense. Or defense, uh, so uh, may not be the may not be the prettiest game. If you if you like the colors red and black, you may want to uh, want to kind of cover your eyes there in Norman. <laughs> uh, Oklahoma's rolling; they look like a a bowling ball with a bunch of knives sticking out of it, as people have said in the past. So, uh, but that'll be a conference matchup for sure. The first one uh, for uh, for Oklahoma within the. The old South, the old uh, Big 12 South, I guess. Yep. Well, it was a game played two weeks ago, and it was late there in the desert, but Double T almost won that game. Do you think they would have prevailed if not for the injury to the QB? Um, I mean, sure. I, I think so. <laughs> I, I mean, that is uh, that is certainly, uh, certainly not outside the realm of possibility. There is a big, put it this way, there's a big drop-off between um, – starter and backup at, at the quarterback position. I think we'll see that this weekend. So, um, you know, the, the, the cupboard is a little bit bare behind Alan Bowman, but uh, like I said, Jackson Tyner, the transfer, is going to get his chance, and uh, we will all see what he's able to do, but I, I don't anticipate a whole heck of a lot of offense for Red Raiders. And this is the early game. This is a high noon Eastern, 11 Central from Memorial Stadium in Norman. Well, the TCU Horn Frogs look to get back on the right side of the ledger as the Jayhawks and Les Miles roll into Fort Worth for a battle also at high noon Eastern 11 Central. This game televised on Fox Sports 1. And your thoughts on this one. Can the Jayhawks come into Fort Worth and shock the Christians just like the Mustangs did last week? <laughs> shock the Christians. I like that. Um, well, you know, I would have said there's no way. Uh, a, a week ago, I would have said absolutely not. The two horn, horn frogs are looking strong. Max Duggan, the freshman quarterback there in Fort Worth, 
looking like a heck of a player. I still think he he does look pretty good. But uh, you know, the Jayhawks uh, the Jayhawks have have been a little bit better than I think expected. And I know uh, they don't have a winning record, uh, but. Uh, Les Miles, it looks to me that he's putting together at least a competitive program there in Lawrence. I don't expect them to make a bowl. I don't expect them to win a lot of games. But, uh, you know, I think they've played above certainly going on the road and getting a good win early in the season for Kansas is something that nobody expected. I certainly didn't. So, um, I mean, I'm a smart. I think the smart pick would be TCU to bounce back from the SMU loss. That is a rivalry game between Fort Worth and Dallas. So crazy things happen there, um, but uh, you know Kansas, I think will will fight. I think they will they will uh, they will not be embarrassed. I think Les Miles is uh, he's got a little something, uh, a little magic maybe left in him, uh, even with a, a really uh, less than less than desirably talented uh, Kansas Jayhawks team. So I think four, I think uh, TCU will bounce back, but I don't think Kansas is getting blown out or or, uh, or embarrassed. Absolutely not. Are you telling me you think the Jayhawks have miles to go? Is that what you're saying? <laughs> I think they have miles to go, but I think they are less terrible than I thought they would be. <laughs> well, I only use my pun because that's the name of the new documentary series on ESPN Plus, Miles to Go, which chronicles Les Miles and the Kansas Jayhawks. And I had a chance to tune in the other day and see the win at Boston College, which right now is a big win for yep. the Jayhawks and I don't know if you saw that but it was pretty funny and one thing that Les Miles is doing in Lawrence is he's bringing a lot of fun into the program and when they beat Boston College they thumped them pretty good by the way and oh yeah by the way BC rebounded and went in to Rutgers and won this past weekend not that that's yep. a huge win but it was a road win for BC and on the documentary with Les Miles after they beat BC and they were in the locker room celebrating he he told his players they were going to park the plane in Boston and go out on the town <laughs> and celebrate, which I don't think you can do. I think you have to file a route plan with the FAA, but that, that's what he, he was telling him. And then he, I saw him go to the athletic director and tell him in his ear that that's what he had said. It, yeah, it was yeah. really funny. I think uh, that was pretty funny. He was saying that. He was telling the, the reporter there at the end of that game. I think maybe – I think maybe less uh, – I don't want to say he – I don't want to say he didn't go into that game thinking he would win, but I think he might have made that promise before the game. And then, uh, you know, once his Jayhawks thumped the, uh, the Eagles there in Boston College, he was kind of thinking he made a promise a little bit more than he could have delivered. But that was pretty funny, pretty uh, pretty classic Les Miles. Um, you know, you hear Les talk and you, you wonder what the heck he's talking about. Then you kind of laugh afterwards, which uh, – He's an entertaining guy. Yeah. I'm a big fan of his. Well, if that would have materialized, that would have been the most exciting night in Boston since the Tea Party. <laughs> I think Lawrence, Kansas, though, might be just as fun as Boston these days, especially with a team that's sitting at 2-2 two and two in the Rock Chalk that's right. Jayhawks. All right, a Big 12 battle taking place in Waco at McLean Stadium. Will the Baylor line hold as Iowa State twists its way into Waco? This is a game set for ESPN, 3.30 Eastern, 2.30 Central. And what do you think about that barrister of Big 12 football? Well, you got you got one team. Uh, you got Iowa State, the Cyclones, that just, um, you know, opened up a can of you-know-what uh, this last week, finally found their groove, the offense kind of clicking on all cylinders. I'm thinking of any other uh, little cliches I could throw out there, but I'm running out, um, versus a Baylor team who, you know, you think – 
Baylor, and you think offense, you think of really good offense, particularly when you think of the Art Riles Baylor. You mean really, uh, rule, rule, really good? Yeah, really good. I guess, I guess, uh, I guess we're going with that. Yeah, really good offense, uh, but not so much against Rice. Um, I didn't, uh, I didn't know exactly what to think about Baylor before this season, of course, uh, and I still, I still don't. I think, I think the Iowa State game is going to tell us. Uh, quite a bit about the Baylor Bears. I think I think Iowa State's going to be a handful. I still think that's a good football team. I still like Brock Purdy at quarterback. I like some of the weapons they have, and I like the way they clicked against Louisiana Monroe. Uh, Louisiana Monroe also not a team that they 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 can put a scare into a Power Five school before, and they've beaten some, and they've scared the heck out of a lot of them. So this is not somebody uh, you just roll in and put seventy two on on a regular basis. Uh, so I like the Cyclones. I like the Cyclones in a tough game, in a, in a hard-fought game. But I just think Matt Campbell's going to get that Iowa State team uh, in stride here after some early season close struggles. Um, I'm still not sure what the Baylor offense is going to look like, uh, but uh, I think we'll learn a lot between this game. But I'll take the Cyclones and okay. a close one. Well, I told everybody heading into this football weekend, this is not going to be the most sexy weekend in the college football season. And this pairing here of Iowa State and Baylor, it features teams that are a combined five and one. So both have winning records. Baylor still hasn't had a loss on the season. And Matt, when you have this kind of lineup of games, hey, guess what? This is why this game between the Cyclones and the Bears is going to be on ESPN. It's the ESPN <laughs> mid-afternoon game here on yeah. this football Saturday. That's uh, I, I am not uh, not doing anything to to deflate the ego of the Baylor Bears or the Iowa State Cyclones, but that's uh, what you call slim pickings. <laughs> uh, well, here's a better game that you'll have to go search for. It's going to be only on digital, I think, on ESPN Plus. Kansas State, ranked number 24 in the country, they are three and zero with their new coach, and they're going to be riding into Stillwater for a game against Oklahoma State, which battled hard against Texas but came back to Stillwater with the L. And this is a game between a three and zero Kansas State Wildcat team and a three and one OSU Pokes team. Your thoughts yeah. on this evening game there? Boone Pickens. Yeah, that's my favorite Big Twelve game of the uh, of the uh, weekend. Actually, you got uh, Oklahoma State, who I still think is a pretty good football program, uh, coming off a hard fought game against the Texas Longhorns in Austin. Of course, a uh, really good offense, really good young quarterback. Uh, you know, I would say passing his first test there in Austin um, as a as a very productive uh, productive game against the Longhorns defense. And then you got Kansas State who's got, uh, I think, what you would probably call a signature win so far, going to Starkville and putting it on a, a solid or at least uh, a seemingly solid Mississippi State team, putting a lot of points on that Mississippi State defense as well on the road. So, um, you know, I we've talked a little bit of before about, um, you know, Bill Snyder kind of uh, if, he's, if he's relaxing and enjoying his uh, – his lazy boy that uh, you know sometimes he's starting to he has started to get up and maybe kind of consider coming back well he needs to stay comfortable and i think he will stay nice and comfortable at his house because kansas state is looking looking good they're putting points up like i haven't seen kansas state put points up in a while they're looking hard nose on defense and uh you know kind of a dark horse maybe in the big 12 uh so far a uh, pretty good looking kansas state squad plays plays hard no penalties really uh, should be a nice, clean game. I, I like this one a lot. I think it'll be a close game. I think it'll be hard fought. This is just something that's going to come down to the, uh, the last few minutes of the game, in my opinion. There she goes. That's your Big 12 lineup 
for week five of college football. Well, after the timeout, we'll come right back and welcome in Jonathan Lifeite. He is with CBS Sports Digital and 247sports.com. And we'll talk about all of the fun games going on in the ACC. A couple of good conference games. Nothing very spectacular, by the way. Again, I want to remind you, this is not the sexiest of weekends for the football schedule across all of college football. But in addition to a couple of conference games, there is a great game, maybe the best game in all of football this weekend, Virginia at Notre Dame. And we'll get Jonathan's take on that. We'll also actually discuss what a Virginia football player said about his trip to South Bend this week. All that is up next in our ACC Spotlight of the Y'all Kickoff Show. Asthma symptoms can attack anywhere, like on a city street. Now you can get fast relief anywhere with new improved Primatine Mist, the only FDA-approved asthma inhaler available over-the-counter. So whether you need relief of symptoms at the park or at your kitchen table, Primatine Mist starts working quickly, opening up your airways to restore free breathing. For temporary relief of mild symptoms of intermittent asthma, use Primatine Mist and breathe easy again. Available at CBS, Rite Aid, and Walgreens. Use as directed. Wake Forest raw. This is the Y'all Kickoff Show. Go Deeks! Wake Forest with a road trip to Boston College this weekend. More on that matchup in just a moment. This is the Y'all Kickoff Show, and this is our ACC Spotlight. We welcome in from CBS Sports Digital, Jonathan Lifeite. He also does double duty working with 247sports.com. And here this football weekend, you got a couple of decent conference games going on in the ACC. And then you have the big Virginia at Notre Dame game. We'll start off talking about that Virginia Cavalier football team. And Jonathan, this week, we know of at least a little bit of chatter going on. Virginia defensive end Eli Handback has come out and made a pretty famous quote here this week about playing at South Bend. He said, quote, we're going there to play a football game, not go sightseeing. And Jonathan, I don't know about you. I made my first trip to South Bend back in June and had a chance to look around. And frankly, after about two or three hours, I was ready to hit the road and go somewhere else because there's not a lot to see. in in my opinion, what, have you been to South Bend? I've actually been there on three occasions. Uh, I was there in, two, in 1997, uh, 2007, and 2015. And I will agree that if you are not there on game day for a Notre Dame football game, there is very little to see. So, but on game day, I, I will, you know, have to give credit where credit's due. Um, they were among the most welcoming and, uh, and great fans. It was great. Uh, it was a great experience. And, uh, you know, just having, having fun with the fans and whatever, you know, seeing a few things, touchdown Jesus, and then uh, headed to the stadium. And they do it old school in that stadium. You know, there's no video boards. There's no, uh, graphics in the end zones. It's, it's all old school. So you, it's really kind of a throwback and really kind of a neat experience. 
Well, I know one of those occasions you went there in 2007 was a very good day for you as Georgia Tech defeated Notre Dame. <laughs> what about the other two times? Uh, let's see. In 97, they lost uh, just barely. I believe it was 17-14. And then uh, in 2015, they lost 30-22 to hmm. um, uh, in a game that wasn't that close, really. Well, Jonathan here in week five of ACC football play, it is going to be the game of the week in the conference is really a half conference game as Virginia travels to South Bend. And it's a top 20 matchup between the Who's and number 10 Notre Dame, a game televised on NBC set to kick off at 3.30 Eastern, 2.30 in South Bend. I think South is South Bend Eastern or Central Time. Do you know? Uh, it is Central Time. Okay, 2.30 South Bend time from Notre Dame Stadium. And, Jonathan, the Hoos have a real opportunity. I won't say to shock the world since Notre Dame just lost last weekend between the hedges, but this would go a long way for Bronco Mendenhall's plan to make Virginia, the football team at least, a national contender. Yeah, that it would. And, uh, you know, they've been making good, steady progress under Mendenhall, and this is a – this is a big opportunity. Step up, uh, step up a notch under a bigger stage, and uh, and see what they've got. So uh, you know that, that we'll see if they are as good as they are advertised. Now, of course, they're you know they should lose the game if you believe the rankings. That you know them going in at number twenty and uh, and Notre Dame being number ten and it being at Notre Dame. But nonetheless, they've got a big opportunity to kind of prove that uh, their program deserves their ranking and maybe even more. Well, Jonathan, last weekend, it was supposedly a really big game in Athens, Georgia, between the Irish and that team in Athens. And after seeing that game, did you come out of that thinking Notre Dame was as good as promised or maybe they're lacking a little bit? No, I think they're pretty good. Um, You know, unfortunately, that team in Athens is pretty good. Um, uh, But, you know, it seemed to me like they could, you know, stand a little bit of work on their uh, on the offensive side for, for Notre Dame. But their defense, I thought, held up pretty well. And uh, did a much better job than I actually expected against uh, that uh, horrible uh, team from Athens. Yep. Well, the number one Clemson Tigers will be at Cannon Stadium, where the North Carolina Tar Heels look to rebound after two straight losses. Number one Clemson and the Heels. That's set for a 3.30 Chapel Hill time kick on ABC. Any chance Mac Brown can pull the upset here? Uh, none whatsoever. Oh, come on, Jonathan. Where's the optimism? Syracuse. Uh, I am. I'm, I'm very optimistic. All right. Sir, Syracuse has Holy Cross coming into the Carrier Dome in a battle of a ACC versus a FCS program. This game set to kick off at 12 Eastern, 11 Central on the ACC network, which, by the way, I tuned in the other day to the ACC network, and I'm not trying to rub it in your face here, Jonathan, but if you get the, if you get a chance to tune into that early game on the ACC network, work on Saturdays you're promised at least so far one heck of a game as James whatever his last name is and I guess he's teamed up with uh James Bates yeah James Bates and the other guy who's been on right. the old Jefferson pilot ACC broadcast forever they they made mention that two weeks ago in ACC play Georgia Tech fell in overtime to the Citadel and then last week in a nail biter that's where Pitt defeated UCF on that same slot on the ACC network so this week it's Holy Cross and Syracuse with that early game on the ACC network maybe Holy Cross will pull out a big upset eh, probably not <laughs> Holy Toledo Holy Cross is not going to win according to not John. gonna give a, I don't give Gordy Lockbaum's uh, uh, alma mater much chance on this one 
another FCS team facing off against an ACC team, that Pitt Panther team that had a big win last week. They've got the Delaware Blue Hens coming in to Heinz Field. This game on the ACCNX, the digital component of the ACC network. That game set for a 12.30 Eastern, 11.30 Central time kick. And also in ACC action, a game facing off between the ACC and an American team. And this is a Jeff Collins throwback game as <laughs> Jeff Collins and Georgia Tech looks to get back on the winning side with a road trip to Lincoln Financial Field. And he'll be facing off against the team that he coached the last couple of years, the Temple Owls and Georgia Tech. This game set on the CBS Sports Network 3.30 Philly time between the Jackets and the Owls and Jonathan to uh, kind of channel Temple's mascot, who is going to win this one? Well, uh, unless Georgia Tech starts getting their offense on track, I, I have to give the inside track to, to Temple. They've, they've looked good this year so far. They beat a pretty uh, solid Maryland team and uh, uh, beat them pretty nicely. So uh, right now they look like they might be in better shape. Georgia Tech, is uh, their offense just looks uh, abysmal at this point. Well, part of the reason for that, Jonathan, is, again, I think, uh, the switch from the option offense to what they're doing oh, now, no doubt. the pro style. Are any of the quarterbacks capable of running a pro-style offense? Well, uh, so far, no. no. Uh, but we'll see if they get better over the course of the season. But at this point, it doesn't look like uh, doesn't look like they will. Uh, it will be interesting. Uh, probably Tobias Oliver will get the nod for most of the game. I believe uh, Lucas Johnson was has been out of practice, mostly injured. So we'll see... Uh, and how that goes, and uh, I think James Graham will be back. So maybe we'll see two uh, two quarterbacks, but it won't be uh, Lucas Johnson this week. Jonathan, you're a product of the Institute, so I know numbers are pretty good for you. What is the ratio this year of run versus pass compared to last year? <laughs> uh, surprisingly, it's not a whole lot different. I believe the last numbers I saw were about 70 run, 30 pass. So, uh, and, and Johnson used to run it closer to probably like 75 to 80, you know, to, to 25 to 30. So thus far, it's been uh, relatively low and uh, with a remarkably uh, lower success rate. So uh, nonetheless, that's what they're doing. Well, let's not give up on Jeff Collins. I think with the off oh, with the off week they had last week, maybe they had more time to prepare and look for the shocker. I'm going to go ahead and say Georgia Tech's going to give them a fight here on this football Saturday. Wake Forest travels north. They'll be in Beantown to take on the BC Eagle, BC Eagles at Alumni Stadium. This set for 3.30 Eastern kick on the ACC network. And Jonathan, this is a game that features two teams that have a combined seven and one record. Oh, Wake Forest four and oh right now. Yeah, um, and uh, BC has the uh, the inexplicable uh, blowout loss to Kansas on their resume. I'd have to go with the Demon Deacons in this. They've looked pretty darn good this year, and uh, um, uh, I think uh, Dave Clawson is a, is a really underrated coach and has done a great job. Uh, Adazio, you know, he does he does a fair job up there at BC, but can't seem to get him over the hump. All right. And then you have a Friday Night Lights game this week with Duke and Virginia Tech. The final game that we want to talk about in the ACC on this football Saturday at Doak Camel, another ACC thriller in Tallahassee, perhaps, as NC State comes down for a game against the Knowles, who are on a win streak. And Jonathan, this game set for 7.30 Tallahassee time. And your thoughts on how Dave Doran and his Wolfpack might do in the game there at Tallahassee. Well, I probably have to give the nod a little bit to the Knowles. Uh, uh, Knowles, did I hear you right? Yes, you did because uh, I watched the uh, I watched the Wolfpack uh, absolutely get their butts handed to them by what I think is a pretty poor West Virginia team. 
and uh and uh you know they they may have won you know some of the other cupcake games they have but this will be their first real test and i actually think florida state might start to put it together a little bit and start to play a little better i think maybe uh maybe we'll see some uh, some progress from them they seem to do better against louisville so i give the give the nod to the Knowles this time well i'm hoping for for seminole fans sake let's say they actually pull the win out this week against nc state and they might be able to start turning things around jonathan not so fast as former florida state great lee corso would say not so fast jonathan because next week well actually a week off they got a week off but the next game for the Knowles at clemson on october 12th so not so yeah. fast well i didn't say that they'll win their games i just <laughs> said they'll play better all right Jonathan Lifite helping us get ready for the week five action in the Atlantic Coast Conference. We appreciate everything, sir. Thank you very much. You guys have a wonderful rest of your week. What a nice guy, Jonathan. All right. This is the Y'all Kickoff Show, and thank you for tuning us in. Hey, we still have one segment to go, and then you'll be set for kickoff. Coming up after the little timeout, we've got college football, and yeah, we'll look at some of the group of five contests going on this weekend. We'll hear from probably the coach of the most well-known group of five school right now, the UCF Knights, Josh Heupel. He had to meet the reporters this week after his team lost a nail-biting heartbreaker to Pitt in week four and now the knights have the connecticut huskies riding down from stores connecticut i think is where they're technically located in the hartford area and the yukon huskies and ucf get together josh heupel's got something to say about that and then we'll also look at some of the fcs goings on this weekend including we'll go through the list of the top 25 fcs programs and some of the big matchups in 1AA football. And that's our college football lanyap, and that is up next. Credit products are issued by WebBank. Member FDIC rates and terms vary based on credit history. Amazon is not a sponsor of this promotion. Offer valid for loan products 90 days after today. Other restrictions apply. See website for details. How do I feel? Awesome. Like a huge weight has been lifted off my shoulders. Hundreds of thousands of people are discovering the relief of a fixed-rate debt consolidation loan through Avant. I paid off all my credit cards, and now I just have one easy monthly payment with Avant. And I don't have to worry about the rates going up. Avant offers you access to unsecured debt consolidation loans from $2,000 to $35,000. When I saw Avant was accredited by the Better Business Bureau, I knew that was the company for me. Do you know how good it feels to only worry about one monthly payment? Experience the relief of a debt consolidation loan through Avant. Plus, get a free $50 Amazon gift card after your first payment is made on time. To check your loan options and get this free offer, go to Avant.com and enter code 5252 when applying. Avant.com code 5252. That's Avant.com code 5252. Go Dukes! The fight song there of James Madison and the Dukes ranked number two in the FCS ranks and they had a big win last weekend in Chattanooga, Tennessee. JMU won against the Chattanooga Mocs 37-14. to And this week they got a big top 25 contest against the Elon Phoenix. And that is a 
going to be a big battle there in the CAA. This is our college football lanyap as we wrap up today's Y'all Kickoff Show, getting you ready for Toe Meets Leather. And we'll have more FCS talk in just a moment. But right now, let's talk about the group of five schools that will be in action here as we get ready for kickoff. And we'll start off with the American Conference schedule for this weekend. You had an early game, Navy at Memphis on Thursday. And now this football Saturday, hey, the Temple Owls will be hosting Georgia Tech. Georgia Tech last week was off after they were kind of embarrassed on the flats against the Citadel Bulldogs two weeks back. And now Georgia Tech looks for redemption. This is an interesting matchup for no other reason than Jeff Collins was the head coach of the Owls for a couple of years. And then over the offseason, he took off for his hometown, Atlanta. And now he's coaching Georgia Tech. And he's got a bunch of players he recruited that are wearing the Temple colors. And this will be a game televised on the CBS Sports Network set for a 3.30 Philly time from the link as Georgia Tech and Temple face off. The South Florida Bulls, they've had a rough go of it, and they've got SMU. SMU rides in to Raymond James Stadium high on their horse because they defeated their rival TCU last weekend in the Iron Skillet battle. This should be a fun one. It'll be on ESPNU set for a 4 Eastern, 3 o'clock Central kick between the Mustangs and the Bulls. You see, the Bearcats don't have to go very far to go up to Huntington for a game against the Marshall Thundering Herd. This is set for a 5 Eastern, 4 Central kick. ECU, the Pirates, and Old Dominion will be playing at SB Ballard Stadium in the Tidewater. This is a 6 Eastern, 5 Central kick on ESPN+. Plus. Mike Houston's team still trying to get their sea legs, and we'll find out if the Salty Pirates get a win against the Monarchs this weekend. UCF has UConn coming. More on that in just a second. They've got them in uh, in Orlando for a game. And Houston will be trying to win at North Texas in a game in Denton. It starts at 8 Eastern, 7 Central. Now back to that UCF contest. They're right now ranked number 22 in the country, Josh Heupel's program. This is a 7 Eastern, 6 o'clock kick against UConn on ESPN2 from Spectrum Stadium. And then last weekend, maybe the biggest heartbreaker of the year in college football, UCF. They had to have the pit special thrown at them to lose their first regular season contest in a bunch of years. And they lost that game to the Pitt Panthers. And now they've got the Connecticut Huskies coming down from Connecticut for this battle in Central Florida. And Josh Heupel, we're going to hear from him. He's the head coach at UCF, been on the job for two years now. And just in case you've forgotten about Josh Heupel, he's 41 years young. He actually is a native of South Dakota. He started his college playing career, not at Oklahoma, but at Weber State in Utah. Was only there one year, then transferred to Snow College for a year. And then right in that same time period is when a guy in Norman, Oklahoma, got to be the head coach there, a guy named Bob Stoops. And Coach Stoops recruited Heupel to come to OU and the rest was history as he went into Oklahoma and ended up being the Heisman Trophy runner-up in 2000. He was also an All-American and the AP Player of the Year for the Oklahoma Sooners back in that 1999 and 2000 timeline. And from there, he went on to the NFL. He went to the Dolphins first, then the Packers as a quarterback, and then started getting into coaching pretty soon after that, starting out as a graduate assistant at OU and has been an assistant for much of his career until given the opportunity in 2018 to take over for the UCF Knights. And his head coaching record to date, 
15 and 2, not a bad deal for only a year and five, four, four or five games now into his second year. Pretty good job there, Josh Heupel. And setting the stage for Saturday's action, here is Coach Heupel earlier in the week talking about this weekend's matchup against the UConn Huskies in Orlando. I don't feel that there's any pressure taken off of our football team, right? We have high expectations from within our walls every every day. And, and uh, I think our players have been really good about not focusing on the end prize, just focusing on the, the journey of that week and, and um, staying true to our, our motto of going one and zero. Um, what's special uh, and that had happened in the past, right, or just during the course of the season, is you get one sixty-minute clock, right? Uh, they got good coaches. They got players that are on scholarships. Every time you walk on the field, um, at the end of the day, you got to find a way to be good enough. Uh, Saturday uh, was not good enough from us, right? We're a point short. Um, there's a lot of things that we can do to be better, and uh, we'll correct those things. We'll move forward and. and uh, at the end of the day, uh, during this 2019 journey, and it's true every single year, you're in a race against yourself. Yeah, you play an opponent every Saturday, but you're in a race against yourself to be as good as you can, as fast as you can. Have an urgency uh, to have the, be on the right side of the one play that makes a difference at each position, each person individually, uh, to be the absolute best that you can. That's got to be the focus for us as we move forward. UCF skipper Josh Heupel, his number 22 Knights take on UConn again from Spectrum Stadium. This set for a 7 Eastern 6 o'clock kick on ESPN2. Looking at other group of five games going on on this football Saturday in the CUSA Conference, the MTSU Blue Raiders will be at number 14, Iowa. Florida Atlantic will be traveling to the Queen City to take on UNC Charlotte. This game televised on the NFL Network set for a 3.30 Charlotte time kick. You've got UTEP at Southern Miss this weekend, a game on ESPN Plus from The Rock. UAB travels to Bowling Green. They've got Western Kentucky in a matchup set for 7 o'clock Eastern, 6 o'clock Western Kentucky time. Louisiana Tech will be at Rice, this game at Rice Stadium on ESPN3. And as we said earlier, Houston is going to be at North Texas this weekend. That's what's going on in CUSA. Now, Sunbelt action here on this football Saturday. Coastal Carolina has looked pretty good. They've already knocked off Kansas, and they had a tough loss in their first game this year against Eastern Michigan, but the Chanticleers, they play their Carolina's rival from the Sunbelt Conference as Appalachian State will be hosting the Chickens from Conway in a contest at Kid Brewer Stadium on ESPN Plus, set for a 3.30 boon time, 2.30 central kick. The Arkansas State Red Wolf Indians will be at Troy this weekend from Veterans Memorial Stadium in Troy, Alabama. This is a 6 o'clock Eastern, 5 o'clock Wiregrass time kick on ESPN Plus. The Raging Cajuns from Louisiana Lafayette will be going to Statesboro for a game on ESPN Plus against the Georgia Southern Eagles from Allen E. Paulson Stadium. The Jags of South Alabama go to Northeast Louisiana and they'll take on the Louisiana Monroe Warhawk Indians. This set for a 7 Eastern, 6 o'clock Monroe kick from Malone Stadium. And the Nichols State Colonels will be taking on the Texas State Bobcats from Bobcat Stadium in St. Marcos. And this is a ESPN 3 game, 7 o'clock Eastern, 6 o'clock kick there between the Colonels 
and the Bobcats. And that's what's going on in Sunbelt action. So we've covered the Sunbelt, the CUSA, as well as the American Conference. Let's give the independents a little love before we switch over to FCS action. As far as our Southern independents, well, do we want to claim Notre Dame since they're kind of an ACC team? Well, I want to remind you at least, Notre Dame ranked number 10 in the country. They got Virginia coming into South Bend for a game here this football weekend. The Liberty Flames and Hugh Freeze. They have New Mexico, the Lobos, come in from the Mountain West Conference. This is a game from Williams Stadium in Lynchburg, set for a 6 o'clock Eastern, 5 o'clock Central kick on ESPN+. Plus. And Army's not playing. I was going to give Army, the Black Knight, some love since they're sort of a southern program. And I guess Navy's off this weekend, too. I didn't mention them in the American listing of games. So our service academies are just being a bunch of slackers here. Maybe Air Force has a game this weekend, but since they're out west, I don't normally give them a lot of love here on the Y'all Show. But that's your kind of group of five breakdown of this week five of college football. Now, let's go to the FCS ranks for a few minutes, if you will. And let's kind of start it out giving you the latest FCS coaches poll rankings. The North Dakota State Bison are looking good again this year with a new coach and all. They have all of the number one first place votes, and they are at number one in the Catbird seat. This weekend, the Bison have a rare week off. Last weekend, they beat UC Davis, a very good win for them, UC Davis. Davis was ranked number four in the polls, and the Bison stormed over them. Number two, James Madison. We played their fights on to begin this con- this segment here, and this weekend they're going to be on the road playing at Elon in North Carolina. Last year, when Mike Houston was the coach of the Dukes, they lost the game at home to Elon. So this one is not going to be an easy challenge for JMU in this contest in North Carolina. Kennesaw State looked mighty good last week. They beat Missouri State in Springfield 35-24. This weekend, they have a little bit of a breather there in Cobb County, Georgia. The Owls have a team from not too far, just a couple of hollers away in North Georgia. Ryan Hart, the Eagles from, I think their Division Two are going to be coming in to make an area to take on Kennesaw State. Kennesaw State ranked number four in the latest fcs poll you have also from the south in the latest fcs poll the nichols colonels they're ranked number nine they're going to be at texas state as we just told you towson they're going to be playing the florida gators this weekend and flacco behind center they're ranked number 10 in the country the jacksonville state gamecocks they had a win over north alabama last weekend there in jacksonville alabama this weekend they're going to be on the road in clarksville taking on the austin p governors and jsu the gamecocks ranked number 12 in the latest fcs poll the central arkansas bears uca in their purple field they had quite a road trip last week i thought they would actually maybe win this game because they've been giant killers over the last couple of years but they were outmatched on the big island or <laughs> it wasn't the big island it was uh, i guess they're on a aloha uh, what is that? A Wahoo. Yeah, I, say, I don't know my Hawaiian Islands term. Anyway, UCA lost to the Hawaii Rainbow Warriors there in the Honolulu area, 35-16 last week. And now they've got to get off the beach and get back to resting. This week, they're actually off. So that's the reward for playing against Hawaii. You get a week off there in Conway, Arkansas. The Furman Paladins are looking darn good. Last week, they easily won against the Mercer Bears. And this weekend, they're going to be hosting the ETSU Bucks there in Greenville, South Carolina. Furman ranked number 15 in the country. This is a team that has two losses on the season, but the Furman Paladins 
Maryland's two losses were close ones to Georgia State one week, and they nearly beat Virginia Tech the following week. And now FU ranked number 15 in the poll. The Aggies of North Carolina A&T are at number 18. They've actually lost a tough game there this year. Delaware State is the opponent for the Aggies out of the MEAC this weekend. Another Southern team to brag on, the Southeastern Louisiana Lions out of Strawberry Country in Hammond, Louisiana. Their only setback to the Mississippi Land Sharks two weeks ago. This weekend, the Hammond-based school will be at Northwestern State. And our final Southern team to brag about, that Elon Phoenix team that has James Madison. Elon ranked number 24 in the country. They fell last week to Wake Forest pretty bad, but hey, they can rebound with this matchup against JMU. As we told you, a team they defeated in 2018. Now looking at some of the other action going on in the FCS ranks before we wrap up our y'all kickoff show today. Hey, go to Florence, Alabama. You've got a great game between the UNA Lions at Braley Municipal Stadium. UNA hosts the Presbyterian College Blue Hose. And that game set for a 4 o'clock Eastern, 3 o'clock Florence, Alabama time on ESPN+. Plus. And the first time I think the Blue Hoes have ever played there at UNA as UNA has just moved up to the Big South Conference. As we told you, Kennesaw State's got Reinhardt. Mercer, the Bears, have Campbell coming in for a game at Five Star Stadium in Macon, Georgia. And that's what's going on in the Big South Conference this weekend. When we switch over to what's going on at the CAA level, we already told you about Elon and JMU getting together. Delaware is going to be at Pittsburgh this weekend. New Hampshire's got Duquesne coming in. Fordham and Richmond have a game this weekend. Villanova and Maine. Albany has William and Mary coming in to Bob Ford Field in Albany, New York. And then the Florida Gators have the Towson Tigers. Rhode Island has Stony Brook. That's your CAA action here this fifth weekend of college football and then we go to the ohio valley conference and going on in that conference this weekend you've got contest in addition to jacksonville state at austin p tennessee tech the golden eagles will be at eastern illinois tony romo u that game set for a five o'clock eastern four o'clock kick from charleston illinois the tennessee state tigers will be playing the colonels of eastern kentucky and the murray state racers will be going over to ut martin for a game at hardy m graham stadium in martin tennessee these close teams these rivals there from western kentucky and west tennessee the racers and the skyhawks set for a seven o'clock eastern six o'clock central kick on espn plus the SWAC lineup this weekend, Kentucky State will be in the capital of Mississippi taking on the Jackson State Tigers. Gramlin will be playing Prairie View A&M. Central State out of Ohio will be in Normal, Alabama to visit the Alabama A&M Bulldogs. Mississippi Valley State will be against their Mississippi foe, the Alcorn State Braves. The Jaguars of Southern will be playing at UAPB and Texas Southern will be staying in the Houston area to take on Houston Baptist in a game at Husky Stadium. And these are all mid to late afternoon games in the SWAC here on this football Saturday. And finally, I'll look at what's going on in the SOCON this weekend, the Southern Conference, with games going on that include the Wofford Terriers at VMI, beautiful stadium there, Alumni Memorial Stadium on the campus of Virginia Military Institute, hosting this matchup. We told you Furman's got ETSU coming into Paladin Stadium. The Sanford Bulldogs at Seabird Stadium in Homewood, just outside of Birmingham. The Bulldogs of Sanford welcome in the Bulldogs of the Citadel. This is a 3 Eastern, 2 o'clock Birmingham time kick 
on ESPN+. Plus. Western Carolina will be at the Chattanooga Mocs for a 4 o'clock Chattanooga time kick. And the Campbell Camels, as we said, will be at Mercer for a game at Five Star Stadium. And that is a look at some of your FCS conference action of importance here in Dixie. And that will wrap up our fifth week of the Y'all Kickoff Show. Again, some of the good games going on this weekend include Virginia at Notre Dame and you got a Clemson football team trying to keep their train going they'll be playing at North Carolina and in the Big 12 you got Oklahoma State and Kansas State they're battling in Stillwater and that's some of the the fun games here in this fifth weekend of college football well I'm John Rawl I want to sincerely thank you for tuning in the y'all kickoff show and you can go to our website, y'all.com, to learn more about this show and all the other fun things at Y'all, the ultimate guide to the South. We'll be right back here for week six next weekend. And until that time, have a great football Saturday from Dixie with Love's going to get us to kickoff. A cow whose milk became everyone's favorite cheese at the craft fair. But cheese only lasts so long. The impression a small business makes needs to last much longer. And now Vistaprint is introducing free shipping on all business cards in any quantity. Choose from hundreds of fresh designs tailored to your type of company. Or upload your own. The choice is yours. The time is now. For limited time only, get free shipping on all business cards in any quantity with promo code 3131. That's promo code 3131 at vistaprint.com. Own the now.